Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Radio family, good morning and welcome back. Not only another weekend upon us, but so is the weekend edition of Community Focus. Another great opportunity to engage in great conversation with members of our Community Focus family. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but Radio Family, this is one of the favorite parts of what I do. And that is having a wonderful opportunity every weekend to talk about you. And that is certainly going to be the case with the newest members of our community focused family. Love the fact that it is continuing to grow, especially as we are still in the early parts of a new year. So how appropriate I get to welcome new members of our community focused family to our existing radio family. I want to say, first of all, Good morning to you, Lloyd Leonard, as well as Tara. Now, Tara, is it Latell? Latell? I should have asked before we even went on the air. It is Latai. Latai. Thank you very much. I'm going to get it right from here going forward. (laughs) So Tara Latai and Kayla Steele. Good morning, Radio Family. How are each and every one of you? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Renee. Good morning. Listen to that robust voice. I love it. I love it. Well, this will be a great opportunity for the four of us to engage in great conversation and especially to get our radio family and our listening audience really familiar with a wonderful and in a a real sense, a needed uh, organization that is targeted to our young ones, our youth in our various communities, and it's known as Youth Collaborative. So let's just start from there. What is it? Actually, how did you come up with that particular name? So kind of a two-part question, if you don't mind me asking to start our conversation today. Honestly, that started um, with some brainstorming. We kind of sat down and we're all talking about what exactly our goals were and then how did we have a name that somewhat represented what we were trying to achieve. And, you know, you start brainstorming and throwing different words out there and seeing how they come together. Right. And uh, we came up with Youth Collaborative because that's really what we want it to be. We want it to be a, um, a collaboration. It's not just us implementing you know, programs or anything, but a collaboration with them and with what their goals are. Excellent. In the community as well. Very much so. 
Very much so. Lloyd, would you like to add to the wonderful comments given by both uh, Tara and Kayla? My colleagues have done an exceptional job, and it just it, it entails our, our, our mission, our goal, and that is to um, collaborate with the youth within our community. Absolutely. And I wanted to interject as well between the three of you. First of all, I just finished reading an excellent article that was recently uh, published or printed in the Winston-Salem Chronicle that had an opportunity to talk with the three of you that talks about how this is a new organization in town that is seeking to help Mm -hmm. our youth at risk really head in the right direction. And that really is what Youth Collaborative is. And by the way, you're also known as YCI for short, correct? Yes. Okay. Great. 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 And certainly, of course, it is uh, hoping that that your method will be uh, sustainable in in keeping our, our young ones off the streets. But I think the three of you explained it. Just beautifully. And I wanted to give credit to the, of course, Winston-Salem Chronicle for uh, publishing this wonderful article about the organization. Now, who do you serve? Because I I think I just gave it away in terms of you serving our our young people. But obviously, this organization is age targeted, correct? Yes, that is correct. And we do serve ages 14 through 18 years of age. So that really is likely probably a good majority, if not of our listening audience, particularly our parents who have young ones that are in that particular age group. Now, how do you get referrals? Yes. Excellent. How do you get referrals, uh, Tara, Kayla, or Lloyd, for the Youth Collaborative? Um, generally, we receive referrals from anyone, anywhere, um, the juvenile justice uh, to schools and parents. Mm-hmm. Um, people within the community can also send us referrals by contacting us directly. Um, if they have any other additional questions, they can contact us to get more information, and we will be more than willing to to provide the information needed. Excellent. Let me backtrack just a little bit and either ask uh, one of you to respond Uh, for the group or to have all three of you uh, individually respond to this question. Getting back to the young ones that you were targeting between that 14 to 20 year group, why that particular age range? uh, This age, youth are, you know, especially vulnerable to peer pressure. Mm -hmm. Um, Their their prefrontal cortex is not fully developed. And so the decisions that they make, they're not thinking about the consequences of their actions. So at this age, it's very critical that we intervene with them and and teach them interpersonal skills and um, pro-social skills that are needed to help move them in the right direction. Very good. And Tara, was that you? It was. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Kayla or or Lloyd, would you like to contribute? I'll let let, uh, Kayla address that. You're such a gentleman. The whole whole platform. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's absolutely what Tara said. um, The unfortunate reality is that um, youth within this age range, even though they are minors, they can um, unfortunately make decisions that, can have an impact on the 
rest of their life. And um, sometimes they don't completely understand that. And like Tara said, where, you know, their brains are still developing. They're mm-hmm. still um, learning, but they don't quite understand um, what those impacts can be. And so helping making them aware of them and helping push them in the right direction. Exactly, because this makes me think of, and I think all four of us can be in agreement, we we were in that age range or that age group at one time. <laughs> and I know for me personally, I probably I can. Like think about that. Exactly. I'm with you there. But it makes me think, and I may not necessarily be speaking for the group, but one word that comes to mind is invincibility. And that seems to be yeah. affiliated with a lot of young people where they're taking these yeah. risks mm-hmm. on some of the choices that they're making in life. And, and like you said, really aren't brain-wise at the point to where they fully understand the repercussions for some of their actions, because likely they're thinking there won't be any immediately. But like you said, right. as they get older and they do start to develop and whether they become adults or even at some point may start families of their own, I think we are, are familiar with that that old expression, how the past has a, a really interesting way of catching up with you, depending upon yes. what that past <laughs> is. And so it, it, it's really great to know that there are individuals like yourselves and an organization like Youth Collaborative. And I wanted to mention, and, and Lloyd, I hope I'm not putting you on the spot on this. I wanted to get back sure. to, to this great article uh, with the Winston-Salem Chronicle, because you actually had such a profound quote in here, and I'm trying to find it as as we're talking here. And I may not get to it in the first half of the show, but I'll make sure to mention it once I can locate it. Okay. Because no you problem. actually use two words that are just uh, spot on, really, when it comes to describing really additionally what, what your goal as far as the youth collaborative is see don't get my age where your vision is just <laughs> all, <laughs> all over the place but i i am uh, i'm really trying to find it here and i have just lost my place but i'll get back to it at some okay. point okay. but let but let me actually ask this question of the three of you before we do go to our first break of the morning let's talk about some of the service services if i can get that word out that you offer through the youth collaborative Right. So, well, this specific um, program that we're doing um, is actually called Project X. And Project X is really cool because it's actually a very multifaceted program that works with youth on multiple levels. And it's, like we talked about, it's working in collaboration with the youth. And so this program, it's very individualized to fit the needs of each person. It is in no way a one-size-fits-all. It's very individualized. And with that, there are interpersonal and vocational components. Mm -hmm. And then in addition to those components, we're going to be helping to partner the youth with mentors, with internships, and with job opportunities. And then there are also going to be a number of activities that the youth are going to be able to participate in while they're in the program. Anyone else would like to add to that? Oh, she covered it. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. And and thank you for that. Now, was that you, Tara, or Kayla responding? That was Kayla. Kayla, okay. I'm I'm trying to just close my eyes and, and, and listen to voices so I can point everybody out. But that gave me enough time to find that quote. 
from you, Lloyd, oh, okay. that you okay. shared. And it was basically what Kayla was just saying, and particularly with you saying, quote, our focus is on youth ages 14 to 20, and it deals with prevention and intervention, end quote. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, so very two very important uh, component pieces when we talk about our young ones. And one thing, too, that... I really see with the youth collaborative is that you are dealing with young ones from various backgrounds and, and I'm regarding to this doesn't target specifically one uh, race per se, but you're reaching out to youth across the board. So whether it's from black communities, Latino communities, white communities, Asian communities, Whatever the case may be, you want to reach out and help as many of our young people as possible. That is correct. Excellent. Well, I can't believe these first few minutes have flown by very quickly, but this is just a great starting point for the four of us. And again, I want to welcome uh, each and every one of you to the Community Focus family. Now, ladies, you were newbies, but you family officially now. So welcome. Now, uh, Lloyd, you and I kind of go back. We go back a little way. We, we go back like pacifiers. <laughs> we, do. we do. We do. We really like do. But you know what? This is really uh, the first time that we've had the opportunity to engage in conversation together because it has been a while since we've spoken to one another. And I'm just just uberly proud of you and, and you too, uh, Tara and Kayla, for what you're doing. And on behalf of perhaps... Many parents or grandparents or guardians who are listening, and they're really in a situation which they're looking for an organization that can perhaps help their child or their grandchild or someone that they take care of. It's very nice to know that we have agencies and organizations such as yours that really care for our young people. Because it makes me think so much, and I think this is really for every generation, we we go through something major, but, and I'll get into the specifics of this, and I want to discuss this with you in the second half of our program, but I also think about how when we talk about our young ones, their mental state, especially as all of us are in the middle of a pandemic, and that has really become an important topic of discussion when we do have those conversations, the importance of really focusing on our mental health. And I think a lot of times we don't take our young ones' mental state into consideration. And so I like the fact that that is likely something that you focus on as well with our young ones. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Wonderful. Absolutely. Well, that is... An excellent way to bring part one of this conversation to a close. So Radio Family, will you stick around? Stay with me and and we'll come back and share some more with our Radio Family. You are listening to the weekend edition of Community Focus and Radio Family. Thank you so much for the great company. I certainly am enjoying the company of Lloyd Leonard, Tara Latai. Did I get it right? You did. Yay! (laughs) Renee, Tara Latai and Kayla Steele. Do join me, Renee Vaughn, and Radio Family. I thank you for joining me as well. We will take a quick break, and we will return. There is more of the weekend edition of Community Focus right after this. 
We are back. It is more of the Weekend Edition of Community Focus. As always, Radio Family, thank you for being with us since the beginning of our public affairs program. And if you are just joining us, we certainly welcome you as well. Renee Vaughn joined with members of Youth Collaborative in Lloyd Leonard, Tara Latai, and Kayla Steele. And this is really, Radio Family, as far as for us learning more about this great organization, they are really an integral part in helping our young ones in all areas and aspects of our community. Again, their focus is on our youth between ages 14 to 20, dealing with prevention and intervention. So to get those of you who are just joining us caught up a little bit, guys, we were talking about uh, some of the wonderful services that you offer. The next obvious question, is there a cost affiliated with the programs that you do offer? Project X is completely free. Nice. Zero cost. Excellent. Excellent. Now, how long does a youth stay in the program? Once, once they get in and once they are a part of those services, how long do they stay in your program? Yeah, so um, the, the thing in the program is going to vary um, based on each youth because the program is individualized. Um, but the average person is going to be in the program from about six months to a year. Okay. And we also offer incentives um, to keep those youth engaged and to ensure their success in our program. Beautiful. Uh, anyone else like to, to add to that? Yeah, that's perfect. Okay. I would agree. I would definitely agree. Now, what are some of your, when we talk about uh, organizations, you you are partnered with some really great community partners. Let, let's shout, shout them out here on the weekend edition of Community Focus. Who would you like to start with? We do have some great community partners. We've been able to partner with WSSU. Uh, Wake Forest University, um, Latino Community Services. Mm -hmm. And then in addition to those larger organizations, we've also been able to begin partnering with people in the community um, who have, you know, agreed that they want to be a part of this, that they want to act as mentors. Right. And so that's been really great to see people from the community um, step up and really be excited about that opportunity. Absolutely. Now, let me uh, ask with with that said, is there a particular need when, when we talk about either community partners or mentors? And and the reason I ask that question, are, are you looking for someone who's who may perhaps be a retired teacher or someone who is currently teaching? someone who serves like a, a youth director, perhaps at their place of worship? Is, is there just a particular individual that you're looking for now, as opposed to others, of course, who who do express an interest? And of course, we'll share all the contact information on how one can get in contact with you. I don't think that there's a specific, um, I think it, it can look like anything. And that's what's mm-hmm. been really I'm great to see we want to have people from various backgrounds, various career paths. Great. So that we can, you know, partner people, partner our youth with people who um, they can really look up to. Absolutely. And even follow in their footsteps. And I like that you mentioned that because Tara, Kayla and Lloyd, this makes me think that getting back to the age range of 14 to 20, obviously the programs, like you said, are 
specifically suited for that particular use. But the common denominator, and I'm sure you're finding this with our young ones, is really how talented our young people really are. And when you get them into programs like this that really bring out perhaps what wasn't at that time or was at that time a hidden talent or they discovered that they're really good at something, I can imagine the joy that must come from that young one, especially when they're around an individual that can be a positive guidance for him or her. It really is, and I'm sure Tara can probably speak to that the most, but um, you can find out really how incredibly talented so many of these youth are. Absolutely. Well, Tara, would you like to expound on that? (laughs) Yeah, I I just have to say, you know, in working with youth in the the last 10 years, Mm -hmm. um, you you meet with them and they think they have no talents, no interests. And then you just you sit down and you talk to them and they start to realize the things that they do have interest in and the things that they can, you know, achieve all of these goals that they didn't think that they could achieve. And exactly. so um, it's just it's beautiful. It's a, such a beautiful process. Mm-hmm. And then to see them, you know, just embrace who they are and, right. um, you know, explore their interests. It's, it's so amazing, and it's, um, I think that's the most rewarding part of our job. Oh, absolutely. And thank you for touching on that a little bit, because I wanted to ask, if I can, for all three of you, what were you doing prior to this? Were you part of perhaps another agency or organization or just working with young people before the birth of Youth Collaborative? Um, I think we all have a variety of backgrounds, it's interesting. We we sat down and we looked at all of our combined experience, and right. um, it's there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but each of us do have experience working with um, youth, and I think each of us really did experience a um, a big calling there. We saw a great need in our community, and we wanted to um, try to do as best as we could to um, help supply. Um, an opportunity for that need. Absolutely. Anyone else like to share on that? I, this is Tara. I, I just completely agree with Kayla on mm-hmm. that. Um, we're, we're just really happy to get this program you know, started and, and moving forward. We've, like, like she said, you know, we've all really enjoyed working with youth and that's just something that I think we'll always enjoy. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, we're looking forward to this opportunity. Absolutely. Thank you for, for mentioning that. And how long has Youth Collaborative been around? You're, you're relatively new in the community. We are relatively new in the community. Um, we officially launched um, December 1st. Of 2020? But we have, yes, of 2020. Wow. Um, but we have been very blessed and have really been able to hit the ground running. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you really are newbies in every sense oh, of the yeah, word. Yeah, yeah we, but, we definitely are. We yeah. definitely are. But we've got a combined 
we've got well over 35 years experience. Wow. Thank you for that, because that was actually going to be my next question, if if the three of you (laughs) would say, and and we crunch those numbers. That's that's a long time. And that really Mm -hmm. is a testament to the experience that the three of you bring, whether collaboratively or as individuals. Now, Lloyd, I know that you are a parent, so you really do relate with with the youth because your babies were were young at one yeah, time. I've got one one daughter, which is she's she's twenty four, going on twenty five now. Really? Yeah. Oh my god! Where where has the time gone? Oh my I goodness! It, it it really flew by. Yeah. Really, really quick. But she'll always yeah. be your baby, regardless. Oh yeah. Regardless. Always. Yes. Always. That's yes. My baby. Yes. Now, Tara or Kayla are either one of you parents. I am not. Okay. Kayla. Okay, Kayla. Yes. And this is Tara. I am a parent. I have an 11-year-old daughter. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, Kayla, you and I are, uh, as as the saying goes, we're in the same boat, so to speak. I'm not a parent, but I can tell you the joy that comes from working with young ones. Our young people are just so creative. They are so talented. And this makes me think that when you put them in a program such as Project X, you really give, particularly the young ones who are immensely shy. I think that can be said for all of us when we were at that age between, particularly at 14. We were going through that awkward preteen stage, didn't know exactly what to do. I think we thought we were kind of, you know, kind of grown up because we were like right on the edge of being a teenager, but we couldn't quite do teenage things, if you know what I mean. And then at at the same time, you know, just really trying to come out of our shell because, you know, being around a lot of young people, particularly uh, young ones, Remember back in the day when we used to have those little cliques or those little groups, there were only certain types of people that we would hang around when we were younger. I like to think that I wasn't in one, but probably. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And sometimes I kind of still feel like that in a sense as an adult. But the one thing that really I appreciate about Youth Collaborative, that when you do have such a great program model like Project X, This is really exposing our young people to get to know others, either their same age as in their own peers, or to really develop lasting friendships with someone who may be a couple of years older than they are. And that individual can be like a big brother or a big sister to that person. And I I have personally experienced being... um in a situation where I had um, a youth that I was working with that was very reserved. Yeah. And then that's a good um, word. To I had a new, a new person come in mm-hmm. that was um, a couple of, a couple of years younger than him. Yeah. But something about it, they just clicked. Right. And he was able to come out of his shell in yeah. order to be able to um, really provide support and be there for the younger student. And so you know, you see things like that happen and mm-hmm. you provide them opportunities mm-hmm. to come out of their shell or even um, people who maybe felt like they didn't know what they were good at and right. you supply them mm-hmm. with something that they're able to excel at or do really well at. And you just 
since I'm proud of themselves, and they should be proud of themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, sometimes, especially right now, I think so many are struggling with school. And, I mean, how could they not be? I could not imagine being um, in grade school right now. And so I think so many who they just feel that that stress and that struggle, Mm -hmm. and it's burdening. And I'm glad that you mentioned that because getting back to what we touched on a little bit earlier when we were referencing the mental state of a lot of our young ones, and especially with, you know, being in that age where it probably is a struggle as a young person, your home, over 90% of your time now, because school systems are trying to be as cautious as possible with reentry because of this pandemic. But then when you think about, and even if you're not a parent, but especially if you are, you think about how your son and daughter is is missing out on being with their friends, being able to be around their, their peers and, and people that they were used to, you know, sitting with in the cafeteria or, you know, laughing down the hall as they're going from English class to math class. And I mean, just a lot of things that suddenly they just aren't used to because they've never experienced a situation like this in their lifetime. And it seems like we we all may go through something major, according to our generations. But this has to be absolutely different. And it's not just the young ones. I mean, it's affecting all of us. As, as young and, and those of us who are young at heart, as I'm referencing myself. But it, it really just alludes to how our young ones, and, and I'm so impressed by how many of them are making the adjustment. But at the same time, it can't be easy for them because it goes back to having to really adjust in a situation that they're not accustomed to. But our young ones, they're resilient. I tell you, just like you guys said, and and that's the one thing I'm sure that you come to love in doing what you do with the Youth Collaborative, because you get to see firsthand that perhaps a lot of us don't get to see, is that when they're engaged in programs like this, they probably just light up once they are put into a particular program that brings out an untapped or hidden talent. Mm-hmm. You're correct, Renee. I, I think one thing I really like about this program is the length of stay. Yeah. Um, we're not just meeting these kids, giving them, you know, some tools and then setting them on their way. Right. We're spending more time with them and um, building a relationship that they can even come back to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and and really, you know, use us as a tool mm-hmm. for the rest of their lives um, to ensure their success. So we're we're not just working with them and and you know saying goodbye. Right. Um, our doors are always open, even once they are you know finished with us. Yeah. And I think that's really important to their success. I would agree with that because that makes me think in terms of long term that as particularly the younger ones, when, when you're 14, but then obviously six years down the road, you're, you're at that particular age of 20. But in between that, that time span, just imagine how many of the young ones will return to the three of you 
just to say thank you because what they're learning now they can see as a life skill that's going to carry them through the rest of their lives and perhaps something that they can pass on to their own children if they should start families. So it's really wonderful that you have programs like this that do focus on long-term. You don't have just short-term solutions, but you're helping our young ones to really see the potential of what they can become. And I think that that is so so important. And I can just only imagine, again, the joy the three of you um, elude every time you're around a young person. We love our children. Absolutely. Yeah. And to the point that you said, um, opportunities, I think a lot of times there, so many of us don't even necessarily realize the opportunities that are out there. Right. And so, and that's one thing that we want to do and why we're so excited about mm-hmm. you know partnering with various Um, universities or other programs and and even just internships, you know, showing people different options that they maybe didn't even realize um, were a thing. You know, my personal experience when I um, went to college, I had no idea that so many of the majors that were out there even existed or Mm -hmm. that there were even those types of jobs. And so having the opportunity to say, wow, like that sounds really cool. I think I would love doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, and just helping others have the, that same opportunity. Absolutely. Particularly when you are, are putting uh, the focus that Youth Collaborative does, you really are definitely focusing on kids from high-risk uh, gang-related areas. And that's the one thing, and I would have never thought in all the years that I have lived in the uh, state of North Carolina, number one, but particularly in and around the Winston-Salem area, the number of gangs that are just in that one community alone. I was just in keeping up, especially with with what I do in in my profession, is that when when you hear about these these young people and and how this, this makes me think that if you were to ask a young person why they're affiliated with a particular gang, I would think their response would be is because they're probably the only ones who would welcome them, the only ones that would give them a chance or give them an opportunity, especially if they come from a broken home, especially if they had to leave an environment that was just as unsafe. But then they they come across individuals who they think may be safe. But then when they have them involved in these activities that obviously are not, it it, it just really... I'm telling you, I was just blown away by that. What, what, what's your thoughts on that, especially when, when we think about or, or talk about the gang activity that, that is sadly increasing in and around areas of our communities? There, there's a sense of belonging there. There are, there are numerous promises that are made to these young boys and girls right. um, that they will be, there's protection, there's a sense of family, mm-hmm. uh, there's money. Um, so that there's just really a lot that goes into it. It's very complex. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, they, they need that protection. So they're going to be more apt to want to stay. And um, because they feel like if they leave, they have nothing else. There's right. no hope. Yeah. And then I think, too, there may be this misguided sense of loyalty 
to where they just feel like, well, if they leave this gang, they have nothing else and they have no one else to go to. Right. Well, it's like you spoke. It's a lot of people um, run to that option because they they want a family and they want a sense of belonging. And so if they were to leave that or walk away from that, then they're essentially leaving their family. And that's part of what we really uh, want to work towards. We've all spoken about how we really want to make our program and the environment that they're in with us yeah. you know, a safe place. We want to be a place that they can run to to feel safe, to feel supported, to feel cared about. And, and we never want them to feel like that they're, they're losing that sense of belonging. We want to give them an even stronger sense of belonging because we're giving them that without having these expectations on them to um, put themselves in very dangerous situations. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wonderfully said. Uh, Lloyd, would you like to add something to that? Wow, they just took the words right out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> I, mean, they, I mean, they really But that's did. in a good way there, right? Um, yeah, definitely in a good in, in a good way. We want to provide, as, as Kayla was saying, we want to provide another alternative. Yeah. Um, we want to give them a sense of hope, and that's Absolutely. what Youth Collaborative is about. We want to give them a sense of hope. Yes. That's... In a how and does I may also add yeah, sure. um, one of the things that we're wanting to do is after we do um you know our our gatherings as a group mm-hmm. um, we're going to have a meal together yeah you know sit down and have a meal together and really number one increase that sense of belonging increase that sense of you know developing a family and then especially right now with everything going on with the pandemic we do understand that there are more people than usual that are struggling with food insecurity. And so, you know, doing just a small part really to help um, aid in that and know that they have a place that they can come to to get a meal. Absolutely. I appreciate you mentioning that because that also makes me think that at times a lot of our young ones really have a difficulty trusting older individuals. Mm -hmm. Adults, particularly, especially if they're in that situation in which time and time again, promises have been broken, uh, relationships aren't where they should be with a particular family member or just someone that they know in general. But the one thing about the three of you and with Youth Collaborative is to help our young persons, if they don't already have that sense of trust in an adult Here's an organization that can help them develop that. And if it already is in existence to help that trust to continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. So with that said, guys, how does someone become a community partner or even a mentor? What's, what's the best way, the most direct way to get in contact with you? Yeah. So if someone is interested in becoming a community partner or even a mentor, a tutor, really just involving themselves in any aspect of our program. Um, they, if they want information from us on how they can volunteer, they can reach out to us directly um, or through our website at youthcollaborative.org. Fantastic. Well, Radio Family, you have the information. I encourage each and every one of you listening to our public affairs program First of all, thank you for the support that you do show to organizations such as Youth Collaborative. So if you are interested in becoming a community partner or a member, 
here's a great way, especially as we're getting a new year off to to a start. Here's a great way that you can be partnered or mentored with so many of our wonderfully and beautifully smart young ones in our communities. Tara, Kayla, or Lloyd, any closing thoughts or comments you would like to share? Anything that I didn't cover that you would like to mention in the remaining minutes of the program? Ladies? I just want to say we are currently accepting referrals. So if there's a parent or anyone who works with children in the community who mm-hmm. sees this as a good avenue, right. um, you know, feel free to reach out to us and see. And um, we'll be more than happy to answer any questions that anyone has and um, accept any referrals. Wonderful. Again, I want to reiterate this program is absolutely free. Mm-hmm. So there's no cost mm-hmm. associated with our program whatsoever. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, thank you all. Radio family, I truly. Thank you so oh, you're so welcome. I always Thank enjoy. You, you're welcome. I always enjoy my conversations with my radio family, and now I can add three <laughs> to our already growing family here on Community Focus. And of course, with me, uh, ladies, and and Lloyd, you you may be familiar. I always like to say this: there are never any goodbyes. Just until next time. So I definitely would like to have us remain in contact. And perhaps at some point, the next conversation, if a young one who isn't too shy to be on the radio, (laughs) perhaps invite uh, him or her to to just share some experiences and what they are, are really getting out of the wonderful program that you have, such as Project X. And, of course, these are things we we can talk about uh, once we bring our conversation to an end. But I just wanted to extend that invitation to all three of you that I look forward to our next conversation again and very soon. So do we, Renee. Wonderful. Wonderful. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank Thank you again. You are absolutely welcome. And on behalf of all of us here, Radio Family, thank you as well for the great things that you're doing in our communities. You too. Please keep up the good work. So on behalf of Youth Collaborative, Tara Latai, Kayla Steele, Lloyd Leonard, and me, Renee Vaughn, thank you for the great company. Indeed, we bring another wonderful conversation to a close. Please stay safe and enjoy the remainder of your weekend. You have been listening to the Weekend Edition of Community Focus. Take care.